Welcome to the Constructing Greatness Podcast, where I will be sharing real stories with inspiring tradesmen and many other driven and passionate leaders in construction and various other industries. I'm your host, Nicholas Ofak, and I've been in the construction business since 1996 as a construction manager and have worked for some of the largest builders in the United States. I'm now a business owner entrepreneur, and partner in a firm where we've successfully managed to be listed on the Inc. 5000, America's fastest growing private companies three years in a row. The main purpose of this podcast is to inspire and create awareness about the value of working in the trades and to educate about the great benefits and rewarding opportunities it can create. Are you ready to take this fun journey with me? Let's do it. Today's guest is a business development professional, and I'm really excited to have this young lady on because she's extremely authentic, she's very sincere, and she's always looking to add value in every situation. Kayla Payanessa Dijon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nick. What a lovely introduction. Thank you so oh, you're, much. You're very welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad we can make it happen. You know, we had a little conflict uh, a week ago, but now we're here. <laughs> we're here and I'm ready. Bring it on. Sounds good. <laughs> Let, let's just go back to the beginning of your career. You, you're you educated from Widener University and you have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice and corrections in 2009. Which makes complete sense on why I am now working for an environmental <laughs> company. But let's tell the story. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we're here for. So right out of college, you you started as a juvenile case manager. So you were doing what your degree, what you were using your degree, basically, correct? Right. Yes. You were there for three, what, three years, nine months at Daikon Youth Services. Talk about that experience a little bit. As a uh, college graduate, it was pretty crazy experience, honestly. I worked with adjudicated youths, uh, mostly girls, you know, anywhere from 13 to 18 years old and with a variety of, of issues going on. But it was it was cool because I was young, so I could kind of relate to them more so than the other caseworkers in the industry at the time. But it was definitely a, a big undertaking as far as a career. It was one of those jobs that could you could get burned out and that's what happened. So I did my best and I um, made great relationships at that job. And I learned so much about myself and about just the world, you know, it was the real world, you know, I had a great time in college and was able to do and focus on my studies. And my mom and dad have, you know, were a great support system throughout my time there. But then I got into the real world and I was like, okay, you know, I, I live, I'm come from the city. I come from South Philly. So I know a lot of, what is out there, but I, I just to, you know, have to it be my job and deal with people who are in trouble or going through hard times and their families and visit them at school and check in with their probation officer. It was, it was a lot to handle at 23. Oh, I, I bet. I can imagine the, the challenge of it. And you mentioned burnt out. What did burning out feel like for you? It was, it was emotional because there were so many of these young kids that I wanted to that I could see their potential and I could see, I wanted to take them home with me and they were in, a, they were in bad environments at home. And I, I was only spending a couple of hours a week with them. And then they had to go back into the environments that had, they had no support or they didn't have 
parents or their grandparents were raising them or, you know, they just couldn't figure out like this energy that they had, this negative energy, like they just couldn't figure it out. And they didn't have anyone saying, Hey, listen, you're a great person. You can do this. They, they didn't have that. And so it was more emotional. I got, there was a point where I said, I'm never having kids because this just, this world is crazy. And I don't know if I, I just don't, you know, I just, I don't, at the same time, you don't know what it's like to be a parent when you're 24 years old and, and raising kids that, that are having issues. So you were their support system, basically, right? You're emotionally there for them. And, and I can only imagine how draining that, that can be. And also trying to figure out who I was at 23 years old. You know, like I didn't, your frontal lobe's not developed till you're 25, they say. So I had a whole bunch of stuff to figure out for myself. And I'm trying to guide these these kids. So I think I did make an impact, which was good, you know, to some extent, but it wasn't something that I could maintain long-term. There's just no way. So you knew at the, at the end of that, you know, three plus years that you did not want to be in that industry any longer. And then obviously the big other part of it, that was the big part of it was financially, you know, you're a social worker, you're not making money. I had these student loans racking in at that point. And so I, I wanted to be able to, to be somewhere that I could grow and, and make a little money too. So, yeah. I totally get it. And then mm -hmm. it looks like that you be, were a server at Del Frisco's, which is one of my favorite restaurants. So you, did, you did that a little over a year. Yeah, very, very good. I was actually closer to three years uh, at Del Frisco's. Yeah, I, I actually, I figured after I, I left the, the um, social working industry that I said, you know, let me go somewhere. I always waitress throughout college and I always kind of had that background. I said, let me go somewhere where business people meet and they network and I could make some good money and then also maybe try to find my path for my next, you know, career. And so one day the owner of Snow Painting came in and I waited on him and we kind of hit it off and he offered me my first sales job and I took it. I kind of knew where this was going. I didn't know that's how you got there, but uh, what a place to to meet business professionals for sure. And I kind of kind of assumed that's how it went down. No good stuff. That was whew, I don't know over nine years ago, and I still go back to Del Frisco's, and it's like those memories of now I get to bring clients there and I get to do business there. It's it's pretty cool that it kind of went full circle. And there's still some great people that I worked with when I was there that are still there and they're just amazing. And they always make the experience like exactly what I had to do when I was there. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. So that's how you got into my industry, the construction industry as a business development uh, professional with M. Schnoll and Sons. You did that for over eight years. Talk a little bit about you know, just learning about the industry, you know, it basically you're learning about construction management, you're learning about some contracting, how you developed your, just how you became a young professional and learning the industry and just that development process. So my first maybe week at Schnoll, I was handed a book of, of buildings in Center City and pretty much was told, here you go, figure it out. <laughs> and I, I think it was June the month that I started and it was hot in the summer city, you know, city summer, so hot. I had the wrong footwear on and I'm walking around center city in pain. And I'm like, Oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> and 
I walked into a, a law firm and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much got my spiel down at this point. Like, hi, I'm Kayla, emotional painting, um, you know, just trying to get my information. And it was ended up being one of the owner's wives. And she was like, yeah, I know. I know the company. <laughs> I was like, well, at least you can tell my boss that I'm out here working and trying. But the construction industry, I knew that I, I, I was attracted to it because my father was in construction for my whole, his whole, my whole life, his whole life. So, and I'm an only child and I think, and he doesn't agree with me or he will never admit it, that he wished I was a boy. <laughs> so he, <laughs> his son, his only son. So he taught me kind of a lot in the industry. So I'm very self-sufficient. I can paint, patch, put things together. Like he's taught me it all. So I appreciated just seeing him in the industry and as a hardworking guy my whole life. And I just felt a connection there. And so I thought it was a perfect entry into, I guess, sales, but then also just construction. The construction world. Yeah. And on, I mean, large scale, I mean, Schnoll does, does really big projects. So I'm sure you, uh, you learned a lot in that process. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I'm so thankful for my experience there because it kind of, it brought me to, you know, where I am now. So it was, it was a great experience to, to be there and meet, meet the people that I did and just learn every, you know, ins and outs of, of what a construction site looks like, what a product, like a fit out looks like all the things about, I have such an appreciation for facilities management more so than ever, because, you know, you walk into a building, you don't think about, the guy that's, that's, you know, maintaining the filters or making sure the lights are working or the water is running. And you know, just like those little things you don't think of until you're in it and you're part of it. So I have a whole new appreciation for, for those people too. Yeah, no, good stuff. And, and that's where we connected, uh, you know, the networking events uh, that, that Schnoll had many different networking events. I think even some golf outings as well. That's how we got to know each other. So after that, you are now with Hillman Consulting, LLC, another great company. I know some people there uh, along with yourself. How has that transition been? You, it's only been, what, five months now? Yeah, so I started in uh, August. So a uh, little background. So Kristen Worrell, who I know that you know, is a good friend of mine. We have been networking together for about six years. And probably for two years, she's kind of been after me like, hey, what's going on? Are you looking to make a move? That kind of thing. And timing just wasn't right until it was. So, um, you know, we, we connected again. And I said, you know, I think I'm ready to do something different and learn a new new industry. And it was nice because I could keep my relationships and the book of business that I kind of built throughout the years at Schnoll and transfer it over to Hillman. So Kristen's plan is to kind of, she's been with Hillman for 15 years. So her plan is to get out and kind of open up some new offices around the country. Uh, she's an empty nester. So she's ready to get out to Florida, to Texas, to Tennessee, wherever, wherever, you know, Hillman wants to become a true national company. So she's going to open up some offices and work on the company culture. And then I'll be, be the girl in Philly and Jersey and Delaware kind of taking over and, and, and doing that. So I, I see you guys traveling. I see your social media posts, uh, good stuff, just putting yourself out there and uh, trying to maintain presence in the various different cities that you guys are bouncing around to. Cool. It's a crazy job sales. I never thought in a million years, I'd be doing it, obviously, because 
who I don't know does anybody go to college and say yeah I'm just gonna be in sales for something but it's really the most fun job and there are times where I'm sitting there at a dinner with a client or with coworkers, and I'm like I can't believe this is our job like we just you know, of course you get down and dirty, you have to do the work and you have to, you know, serve your clients. But at the same time, you get to be around such great people like yourself and network and, and just have a good time a lot, a lot of the time. So I'm, I'm so blessed and, and happy to be, to be able to do this for my job. And I love it. And you're actually talking about a LinkedIn post that you posted two weeks ago. It was two, actually two Fridays ago which really resonates with me because, you know, your post was basically about what you just said. You know, you talked about how how happy you are with what you're doing and, you know, where you started, what your college degree was and how different, you know, your path is. You touch on the relationships that you build. And, and I, I couldn't agree anymore that your network is the power of what you do, you know, and I really liked how you, you know, how you put that out there. And I wanted to touch on that and uh, the fact that you are happy with what you're doing. I love it. Yeah, it's been great. And I think, you know, a lot of the people that I get to work with clients and networking partners, like really have become family. There's people that I've invited over to my home and, you know, I'm invited to their wedding or their the birthday party or retirement party. Like these are lifelong friendships that I get to have. And I feel so lucky that, I get to meet these people because otherwise I, I, I wouldn't know that they existed. And there, I just feel like well, traveling a little bit more with this job is nice because there are just so many people in this world that you don't realize are out there. And, you know, with all the negativity that, you, that gets spewed on you every day, you know, I try to just be positive and, you know, enjoy those experiences rather than get bogged down with whatever the internet says today or whatever, you know, it's just... There's just so many good people out there and with, you know, focusing on the negative gets you nowhere. It's, there's so much more positive. We just got to find it and be open to it. I totally agree. And that's what drawn me to you, which is your positive energy. I mean, I, you know, I love it. And uh, that's the only way I know how to be. You got to be positive and. uh, You're very much that way. (laughs) I appreciate that. Now let's talk about, you're the new chapter president for IFMA in Philly. Talk about how that came about and how that experience is. Yeah. So, well, I'm actually on my second year. So COVID, actually, I, you know, I started my presidency during COVID. So kind of lost some time there. But IFMA, International Facilities Management Association of Philadelphia, I've been a member probably for seven years now. It was one of the first associations I got involved with when I got into sales. And I just met amazing people from the jump there that, you know, are some of those people that I mentioned before that have become friends. So joined a committee, you know, the natural transgression, joined the committee, became a co-chair. And then before you know what I blank and now I'm president somehow. So (laughs) it's been great. It's been, it was a challenge, obviously through COVID, like everyone else has, you know, come across those, but now we have, you know, made some changes on the board. We're getting our events out. We're in person. We're doing education. We have our holiday party at the Kimmel Center this year. Like it's, it's been so great. And we have such a good group of people involved. And if any facilities managers are listening to this right now, join IFMA Philadelphia because we are giving a free trip for two away in May for anyone who attends our meeting. So 
each time a facilities manager who is an IFMA member comes to a meeting, we put a raffle ticket in a, in a hat kind of thing. And in May, we're going to pull that ticket. And then obviously the more events that you attend, the better your chances are of winning. So a little pitch there um, to try to get more people. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. How many members are there? I think we have close to 400 members. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty big chapter. I'm also on the board for the HFMADV, Healthcare Facilities Managers Association of the Delaware Valley, which is the largest healthcare association in this area that is, you know, ASHI's the national chapter for them. So that's another one that has been amazing. The people there, like just phenomenal. They, word of mouth, if you do a good job for one guy or girl, Somebody else has given you a call, recommendation, like, you know, that kind of thing. So the power of networking, I just can't say it enough. Absolutely. I agree. Hey, guys, it's Nick. I have a short message from our sponsor, MPC Builders. With well over 40 years of combined construction-related experience in both the residential and commercial markets, MPC Builders services the New Jersey and Philadelphia metro areas. Check out our website at mpcbuilders.net or you can call me directly at 856-217-1750 and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have about your construction project. Doing research on you, I wanted to ask you this too. Did you get into acting or modeling a little bit? Oh no. Did you? They're <laughs> a hot second. My mom was like a manager. She was trying to be Chris Kardashian, I think, but it didn't work out. How was that My experience? Years, you know? How was that experience? It was horrible. It was horrible. It's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you want to say about it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. Oh, good. I, I had to ask that because I was like, oh, this is interesting. It wasn't much that I found, but it was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, my, I'm just not going to say anything else. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Oh, good. Hey, hey, you you learn from it, right? <laughs> you learn. Yeah. You, you didn't like it. <laughs> no, so, so, I mean, I, I, I just, I can't imagine. Actually, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit, but it's, it's one of those things. Like now, so more than ever, like just to try to be like perfect and look perfect. And, I just, I can't imagine being a young person, like girl right now or guy, having the internet and like seeing how perfect everyone is on there. And then like, I don't know. Do you have kids? I do. Yeah. Two teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Girl or boy? Both. Both. Okay. Oh my God. So you're in the thick of it. So I just can't (laughs) even imagine. Like I just, you know, I'm 34. So I got a cell phone when I was a freshman in high school. Facebook wasn't around until I was a freshman in college. So I'm like, I feel like I'm the last generation before all that really hit. And I just cannot imagine seeing the people that I, I see now back then. I, I, I don't know mentally if I could handle it. It can't be easy for sure. And perfectionism is a real thing. It's real for many, many people. And uh, even myself, I knew if I wanted to put myself out there, I can't worry about trying to be perfect because no one is, you know, and these young girls and young boys, I mean, and what the internet and, you know, Instagram and, you know, whatever they're on, that's out there. You know, they, everyone, everyone seems like they're perfect, but we know they're not. (laughs) Yeah. They, they, they only, you know, they put the highlights up and then you don't really know what's going on. It's not real. 
You know, I just, I just cannot imagine the pressure. I felt pressure back then from my own, from myself. I was putting it on myself. I just can't imagine having, you know, 50 million models on Instagram to look at and really put it on yourself. So good luck to your daughter. And I hope, you know, well, you're good. You guys are, I'm sure good, great parents. So. No, I appreciate that. We, I actually just spent uh, the weekend with her and her four friends. It, it was, she turned 16 about a month or so ago, but we had a planned trip to Hershey Park. So we, uh, we, we, ha- we rented a few cabins up there and, uh, she just wants to be with her friends. Like she's all about her friends and, uh, but she, she's, she's a great girl. Great girl. That's awesome. I appreciate that. And then outside of work, what do you do? Like hobby wise, what are your passions outside of business? So I love it. I love to be outside. I love to be active in any way possible. Like I'm, I'm a huge health freak. Well, I won't say freak. I think, you know, I like to, I just like to take care of myself. My husband's the same way. So we like to go to the gym, we box, we hike, we bike, we, you know, any, anything outdoors active when the weather's nice, take our doll to Wissahickon trail and, and that kind of thing. We like to get that vitamin D, that exercise, that sweat in. We love that. I like to obviously, you know, hang out with friends, have, go to dinner, that kind of thing. I mean, I'm not like cliff diving or any cool thing like that, but mostly just, you know, traveling, seeing there's so many great cities and this country. So we've been trying to hit one every year. Been to Nashville a couple of times. Great town, I know. South Carolina and Charleston and Boston, Chicago, like just trying to hit every place and try to get the experience of like the local culture, the food, um, really being into that. We love going to concerts. My husband's 10 years older than me. So we have a little bit of a difference in music taste, but I know I like everything because my parents and my grandmother, they had showed me what they liked growing up. Like music was always a part of my life. So meeting him, he's a big music fan. So we, we go to concerts and that's pretty much it. Just spend time with family. The holidays are coming up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is a fun time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I love music too. And it's, you know, I don't discriminate. I, I can listen to it all, but it's, it's mostly the the music that gets, gets you up, you know, the, uh, so, all right. So when you're sitting down at work, what's in the background? What's in the background? What's your go-to like band or whatever? I don't know if I have a go-to band, but I, I just like to listen to positive, uplifting, energetic music. What was the latest concert you were at? Wow. You're making me think it's been a while. I'd say it was probably Pearl Jam a long time ago. I, ha- I haven't been to a concert in a while. Yeah. Concerts are great. I love them. We just went to Chris Stapleton and um, I love country music too. That was one that I had like kind of got one later in life, but he's a good one. He's so soulful. Like he just, he just gets into your soul and you're like, oh my God, how are you even real? Good stuff. And I wanted to say, this has one, been one heck of a year for you. New job. You j- just got married earlier, earlier in the year and you're expecting Congratulations. Thank you. But one other thing, we we both, we moved. Wow. Then we got married. Wow. Then I started a job and now I'm expecting, yeah. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? It's a girl. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> After awesome. all that we just talked about, I'm terrified. 
Hopefully the internet just blows up before she's 15. <laughs> it, it's, it's all just, just teaching them, teaching them the right, you know, you know, and, and I'm sure you'll be amazing at that. Thank you. We have a good uh, support system around us. So I know that that's part of it as well. You know, my parents, his, his parents, his sisters, and, um, you know, they, my husband Ray has a great family. I'm so lucky to be part of it. And, you know, as you know, I'm sure everybody has some dysfunctionality in their families, but I think I had a little bit more so than most. So it's nice that he has a nice, happy family that I can be part of now and she can be part of that too. So I'm excited for that, but I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that. You share on oh, that. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to first say, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your journey, sharing your story. You're inspiring and um, keep doing what you're doing. You know, love loving what you're doing and uh, be passionate about it because you certainly are that. I appreciate that. And same for you. I'm happy to be able to catch up with you and connect. And I appreciate you, you know, even considering me as a guest. Oh, absolutely. Now I knew it would be a lot of fun. It was, it was fun, right? Yeah, I love <laughs> it. I love it. Keep it up. Thanks again for sharing. We'll have to get on Joe Rogan next time. Me, you, and Joe Rogan. Wouldn't that be podcast goals? <laughs> do, are you a big podcast listener? Do, do you listen love, to Joe? Yeah, I do, I do love a podcast. I do. And because, you know, you're, you're driving all day while well, I'm driving anyway all day. How? I mean, music's one thing, but forget the radio. I don't, I don't, I haven't listened to the radio in a hundred years, but a good podcast, a long form conversation. There's really, that's really how you get to know either a person or a topic or even like a book on tape or whatever. Cause as soon as I open a book and I start to read, I fall asleep. So it's good to be able to. Yeah. Everyone learns differently and takes it in differently. Audiobooks are great. I mean, I mean, yeah, if you, if you have trouble reading and, and I, I can relate, even though I, I love to read, but you know, sometimes it's just not, you're not into it. You're, you're getting a little, little heavy eyed, you know? <laughs> right. Especially after a long week of just craziness, but but yeah, the podcast, I love it. And I love that you're doing this. this is, I think this is cool. And no one else is doing this from what I, from what I know. So props to you for that. No, I really appreciate that. Well, you are going to be episode number 34. And again, thank you very oh. much. Do you want to share your contact information, your, your company information, if people want to get a hold of you? Yeah. Yeah. So Hillman Consulting, uh, follow us on LinkedIn. We can follow me, Kayla Payanessa Dijon on LinkedIn. My email is kpayanessa, P-A-O-N-E-S-S-A, at hillmanconsulting.com. And yeah, any, any uh, anything you need. Or they can just contact you if they can't reach me, and then you'll forward it over, right? I certainly will. <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, Nick. You're awesome. And thank you again. And uh, can't wait to uh, connect with you again at a networking event. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. And I'll talk to you soon. See ya. See you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Constructing Greatness podcast. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at nicholasofac at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.